Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, T. What's going on? Oh, we're just sitting on your couch, you know. Back to the good old days again. Back to the good old days, sitting on the couch. Um, I mean, I'll set it up next week, maybe for video recording as well. But whenever I have my period, you guys, things don't... Things just don't work. As they shouldn't. You just need to, like... That's why we had to... Uh, okay, so the last filling the tea that we had to cancel. So it's been a while since you've heard from us. Well, it's not... Hasn't? Well, last week we did A Soul of Ash and Blood. Oh, true, true, true. But it's been a while since you've just heard us um, talk about ourselves basically for an hour. And that's because I had my period really, really bad a few weeks ago, which is the norm if you've been listening. True. And um, both of our internets kept going out. We were separate. We were, you know, recording separately. And um, I like, I just called, I was like, we're not, I was like, no. I would get annoyed listening to that shit. If it yeah. kept going in I was and like, out, canceled. pause it, yeah. We're canceling it. I need it. I was like, the, I needed an iron infusion. I was like, I was like, we just cannot be doing this right now. Um, and then I got my period again this week. So we are, that's why we're not recording it video. Because honestly, I look like you, She bag. looks fine, mind you. She looks completely fine. I'm not going to lie. I, well, now that we live like literally... I know, I like Two doing it better away person each other. anyway. What? I said I like doing I like that, yeah, again. like I like doing this again. One, because it just is an excuse for us to hang out. Exactly. And two, I feel like it's just easier to have a more bullshitty type of conversation when we're face-to-face. Agreed. Because like if there's a lag, like some, I feel like something's like miss. Plus I just, yeah, it's like more fun in person. Yeah, I mean like think about like a Zoom call like for work, right? Like, you don't want to, like, be talking over people. It's just, like, easier, I feel like, in person. Agreed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the reason why it's bad for us to do these in person is because we've been hanging out for, like, over an hour. And we just decided, like, oh, yeah, I guess we should record now. I know. I'm like, now i got to pay attention to my phone for, like, when Leah gets dropped off. Back yeah, that's what I was like, I got to tell Tom, yeah. like, <laughs> you got to be on a lookout. <laughs> Whatever. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so... I know that I talked last week about DNFing Lady of Darkness, the series, um, and I really wanted somebody to like come back at me and be like, no, you're dumb, why did you do that? But I'm actually happy that nobody did, because I really didn't want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, okay, so I did read an arc from NetGalley of Better Hate Than Never, which actually book two in the Wilmot Sister series by... Chloe Lease, I believe that's how you say her last name. Um, and I really liked it. All of her books have like really good representation in them. Um, and this one, she has ADHD and he suffers from like really bad migraines. And it's like childhood friends to enemies. Um, so it's enemies to lovers eventually. I don't know. I really, really liked it. I believe it comes out in October, October 10th it comes out, um, just like a very good contemporary romance. Um, I don't want to go into it, but I did read Unravel Me. We are going to be discussing that at the end of the month, so I don't want to go in depth. I've been doing a lot of rereads lately. Actually, it kind of works because like I 
I, I did not. Th- this whole weekend, like, threw me for a loop being, like, on a, at a wedding. I yeah, didn't do yeah. shit. Yeah, I was like, you had the um, rehearsal, rehearsal dinner. dinner and then the wedding. And it was, like, a midday rehearsal dinner down south at the Jersey Shore. So, like, if you live in a state that has a shore and you are shore side, you know that, like, that means traffic. Yep. So, like, this was at 2 o'clock. We had to leave our house at 12 for what would normally take an hour took I was two say hours. Less than that. It should, take, it should take like forty-five minutes. Yeah, to get like, to but I had to also drop off a baby. Yeah. Like, there was just a lot involved. So like, it just was one of those things where like there was just no listening. No. Yeah, Saturday I actually went to Brooklyn. Um, I met up with Rachel from, and I was like very jealous. I know. <laughs> She's like smiling and like looking yeah, at me. From books to books is her account. She does like the bookish art, and um, she has like that enemy lovers necklace, which I finally got mine, and it's adorable. I fucking love it. Um, but we went to the Ripped Bodice Brooklyn opening. So it's a bookstore that the I guess like the OG is out in like LA, and they just opened um, in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and it was so fucking cute. And it's like a romance bookstore. They do have some fantasy, but like it's a smaller. It's obviously fantasy romance. They're not gonna like carry like Game of Thrones, but um, a very nice selection. I got three Abby Jimenez books, um, and then we're going again this weekend. I'm very so excited. <laughs> I probably will get something else, but there was like okay, so we went to the opening of Books Are Magic in Brooklyn back in like October. Yeah, it was October. And. It was a bigger, it's a bigger store, Books Are Magic, but still, like, I feel like there was a lot of people, but there wasn't a line. Like, we got in and, like, everything was really quick. Yeah, we and were, And there yeah. was a Tessa Bailey signing that day, and again, I mean, again, we were there early, so I mean, that's why the line wasn't crazy, but, like, we were, like, 20 people back from, me, from like, the Tessa Bailey signing. Not even, um, like, five. Yeah. And, like, we got the book signed really quickly, we got to have a conversation with her, we got, you know, she stood up and took photos, um... The, there was a lot, like, we, I got to the bookstore an hour after opening, and there was, like, a line. Like, I think we sat online for, like, a half hour to get in. Okay. Um, again, I think they weren't letting as many people in because it is a bit smaller. So, like, you, so nobody was, like, on top of each other inside. And, like, we kind of got to, like, take our time and, like, walk around. That's nice. Which was nice. Um, but then Casey McQuiston was there. From 12 to 2, she was doing a signing, and then a different author was coming, I think, from 2 to 4. And um, if you don't know, Casey McQuiston is the author of Red, White, and Royal Blue, which, one, is a fantastic, like, amazing book, but the movie's coming out on Friday. So I don't know if, like, that had a lot to do with, like, the crowd, but we waited on... I felt so bad. Rachel did not read the book, and I, like, brought my, like, copy with me, and I was like, I really want to get it signed by her. We sat online for like two hours for this autograph. And I mean, that's amazing for the author. I know. Well, I think also because the line was so long and like another, the other author was supposed to be coming soon. By the time we got there, like the person who was working at the store, it was all outside too. So we were just like sweating our tits off. Like my shirt was soaked and um, it was super cute. But <laughs> um, the girl who like works at the Rip Bodice bookstore, she was like kind of coming and um, she had like a little post-it had so she was getting your name okay the correct spelling of it and then i like and then like i put it on the page that i wanted casey to sign so when i got up there like she opened up to the page she like wrote like for teresa she signed it literally talked to her for like two seconds and then it was like all right move get on. out movie yeah 
And like, that's fine. I'm not trying to sit up there and like have a whole like heart to heart with this woman. Um, I knew they were definitely trying to get the line moving, but the line was like wrapped around the block. Could you, I like, I know we said this with the Tessa Bailey thing too, but like imagine being that author sitting there and seeing that for you. Yeah, no, I don't think she was expecting it, honestly. That's amazing. She's like, it, I feel like they were, they, even like the bookstore was overwhelmed by how many people. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously she's very popular and I think because the movie's coming out. That's true, yeah. It, she's like on a lot of people's radars right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was like this is kind of crazy. Like, and I kept saying to Rachel, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, we don't have to wait online. She's like, what else am I going to be? Like, what else am I doing today? Cause I was like, I felt bad. Like that she was like, Rachel wasn't getting anything signed. She was just kind of standing there with me. Yeah. But like, I feel like if that was like roles reversed, like, and I was doing that for someone, like I wouldn't need the shit right. with your friend. I yeah. No, I wouldn't care. I just always feel like I'm putting people, people out. out. Yeah. I know. And then we went and we got nachos and margarita. Well, I got a Paloma. She got a margarita. Honestly, like, again, this is like so fucked but we were, I was like, oh, I'm going to get there at 11. We'll be there for like an hour, hour and a half. And then we'll, we'll go get lunch. And then obviously we didn't, you know, it was like two by the time we got to the restaurant. I didn't have a single bite to eat all day until two o'clock. Like not even like a nibble on like a banana. Like nothing. I had two coffees. It's so funny you said that because I was talking to Tom about this today. And I was like, not to like derail your combo. No. That... Because we're both people who... We like to eat. And yeah. when we're hungry, like, we'll, we'll find a way to eat. Like, I'm gonna, I don't care if it's a bag of fucking chips. Like, we're getting something to eat. Mm-hmm. Everyone says when you're a mom, you forget to eat. Yeah. I'm calling all you out. You don't forget to eat. You just don't have time. You don't have fucking time. You fucking know you're starving. Like, you know you're about to black the fuck out and hit the ground because you are fucking starving. Yeah. But there are 1,700 other things to do. So more times than not, like, I'll look at the clock and I'll be like, it's 12. No wonder why I haven't made fucking sense. It's because I haven't eaten today because I'm running around like a lunatic. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't forget. It's just, it's just you no, know, time. I, my new thing. I don't want to say it's, like, my new thing. But, like, it's been, it's, like, it's been the last, like, I would say, like, two or three weeks. And, again. You're intermittent fasting. Well, not even intentionally. So I have, my uterus is, like, triple the size of a normal uterus right now and uh jolly old fibroids <laughs> and um it pushes on like my blood i'm always have to pee even if i'm like not drinking because it's pushing on my body but it's also pushing on my stomach so like i like today so the only thing i eat today i ate at 12 p.m i had a pancake a big pancake <laughs> okay it's like so not just like a little thing like ju- i just made one giant pancake okay um and i cut up a banana on top of it and I couldn't even finish it. Hmm. And now I haven't eaten. I mean, I had a bowl of yogurt, but then I had a, a burger from Smash Burger. Yeah. Those shits are fucking good. <laughs> but, like, I get, like, I want, like, I want to eat, like, I don't. But you're not hungry. I'm not hungry. And then I do eat, and it's like, I can only finish. Like, you, only, you can only do so much. Right. And it's, and it's not, like, lack of trying. It's just. My uterus is just pushing on my stomach, and so... Well, it's I like just, being super fucking pregnant. Like, at a certain point, like, like yeah. you take two bites, and it's like, I, I can't. I yeah, can't no, I remember after my surgery last year, I said, too, it was like, I was so swollen inside and, like, bloated from it that I would order food. Like, I remember, like, we ordered the one day you came over for lunch, and I had, like, a wrap, and I took, like, two bites, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm full now. Yeah. Like, people were sending me, like... um my friend sent me Cinnabons. My other friend sent me a whole thing of cookies. I got cupcakes. Like, literally things that, like, I would sit down and devour. And I couldn't eat them. Like, I ate half of a Cinnabon, and I was like, I'm so full. 
And it was so sad. I mean, I'm going to obviously sad. have to force myself to eat dinner after this. But um, since we're on the topic, though, of, like, my bad uterus, I started, okay, so I started The Friend Zone by Abby Jimenez, which I picked up on Saturday at Thrift Bodice. And I knew that it was about, okay, so I knew that it was about a girl with, like, fertility issues. And, um she keeps this guy in the friend zone because he wants a big family and like she can't have one but this girl is me so i started tabbing like every time like she like mentioned something about like her period so like the first one um her boy so she has a boyfriend who's like at the time and he says like do you have a surgery date just two and a half months um and he was like, oh, like, I wish I was there to carry you. And she's like, oh, so you can go buy me, got, like, go buy me pads when I need them. And I was like, LOL. Because, like, I send my husband to freaking Walgreens every chance I get. <laughs> um, she, like, is talking about, like, needing more Motrin. She's on day 11 of her period. No sign of it letting up. I'm like, oh, my God, girlfriend. Same. Then, wait, I'm just, like, reading them all. This is literally, like, I'm only 100 pages in. Um, then she finally tells her friend, okay, she goes, the fibroids are so severe and affecting my quality of life. The chance I'll ever be able to carry a baby is almost non-existent. She's getting a hysterectomy now. And I'm just like, girlfriend. Like, Did Abby write that about you? No, like, it's, like, really funny. Um, she goes, the thought of never having another period for the rest of my life makes me want to fucking cry from happiness. I'm so ready to be done. Like, and her friend not understanding her wanting to get the hysterectomy before she's able to have the children. Right, no. Before she's able to <laughs> have the children out. because of how bad her quality of life is. is just, like, so, like, on the nose. Yeah. And I'm, like, really dying well, to read Well, because I think, like, more. all girls can understand a period and the frustrations associated with a period. But I feel like maybe until you see someone or experience like what the book is talking about it's like I, I for years have now seen you go through what you're going through so when you tell me like oh my god my period's bad like i understand what you mean like we're talking like debilitating on the couch can't move can't do anything yeah bad whereas like someone's gonna be like okay so you're bleeding heavier like all right like what's the big deal like you don't people don't understand like not to spew your own shit but like yeah people don't understand that you bleed so much that you're like literally bleeding out it's yeah like, like what well, she says too she get goes, iron transfusions right. and shit she breaks up she's like yeah like um i you know i think like she like gets like an iud and she's like that helped for a little bit which same <laughs> um but she says something about like her like anemia oh like you know my anemia is back and i'm like oh my god like this is literally me it is and it's like, kind of, it's got me, like, awesome, though, to, like, feel right. relate. Well, like, at her, she's talking about, like, well, like, even I get a hysterectomy, I'm going to keep my ovaries so I don't go into menopause. And so if I do eventually want to have children, I can find a surrogate. And I'm like, <gasps> Like, I wonder who she knows that, like, someone else is, it's just kind of cool that there's someone else out there that you can relate yes, to. Yes, because I feel like a lot of times in books, and again, I haven't read the whole thing, and I feel like she's going to have a miraculous pregnancy, maybe. Which, like, I hope not. Like, I hope she does get the surgery and, like, has to get a surrogate and, like, that's how she has a family. Um, not that I would wish that on anybody, but I feel like that's more realistic than, like, her just, like, being, like, magically cured of, like, all I these problems. You, yeah. um, so I will, like, definitely report back. But, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of, like, books about, like, infertility and stuff that I've read, there's always, like, a miracle somewhere. And, like, yeah, like, you want, obviously, like, 
even if her getting a surrogate that like is like a miracle like that she could still have a child like science is fucking crazy yes but i like like when it's like a realistic story about infertility and it's i'm not... so glad we're talking about this because i can talk about the book that i read about that yeah like it's the same thing it's called 13 i don't mean are you done I'm going to do it. I'm 100 pages in, so yeah, I'm done. Okay. No, but, like, you're right. Like, so I I read 13 Candles, which is a small town, like, single dad, um, cowboy romance, duh, because I'm in my era. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought it was, I gave it, like, a 3.5. I just feel like it was, like, I'm not going to sit here and think about it, but, like, I thought it was good when I was in it. And it's the same, so she has diminished ovarian syndrome. Okay. So her, like, or no, 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 no. I think it's, maybe it's her that's that. Now I'm getting confused. No, it's early. It's early menopause. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't fucking listen to anything I just said. There's it's a fucking. There's early. as a woman. There's a million things that can be wrong. What right? <laughs> She's in early menopause. Yeah. Um. So I really want to say there was diminished ovarian syndrome. Anyhow, but when she meets this guy, like she thinks the same thing too. Like, oh, he's he always wants a big family. Blah blah blah. There is no miraculous like yeah pregnancy at the end. They're they both agree they're they're okay with like the daughter that he has from a previous marriage yeah. like. That's her kid too, but it was, but it's nice to read because you're right. Like sometimes, you're not having a baby in early menopause, right? Or like if you are, like then okay, like then you're now, going through you're other going routes, through fertility treatments, and yeah. you're having egg retrievals done, and you're literally at the doctor every other fucking day yeah. getting your blood work and getting all the sound, yeah, and getting I, like smacked in the head. With you the live blood. at yeah. these fertility clinics when literally, you're in it. They know, they know they you. Know me. They don't. You don't even tell they them know. your birthday when you walk in anymore because they're like, oh, oh, this is what yeah. it is. Cool. Like, all right, Teresa, you can go straight back now. Yep. Literally, <laughs> like they know my croc collection. It's amazing. Yeah. They're like, oh, those are a different pair. Like, where? Like, you know, like how many? The one girl always compliments my crocs. I'm not kidding. I've seen her in Basking Ridge and in Springfield. She's at multiple locations. They She's, all travel. They like, do within like a certain circle. Yeah. Like, who I saw in Eatontown was always in Freehold. Yeah. So, love that for me, but she was like, did you know that there's a croc sale right now going on? You've oh my god, it's like amazing. Like and I was like, don't tell me that. And she's like, next time you come in, and then the one girl's like, I just bought these because I saw yours, you said they were so comfortable, and I was like, oh my god, I love these people. But, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, I've read some where it's just like, oh, like, and then like, a miracle, she's pregnant, and it's like that. Which, I get it. Which, like, that does happen. Yeah, but, but, the, but, uh, but for it's me, a little bit of a I low wanna, chance. Right, and I just as somebody going through it, I want to be able to relate more. I hear you. So, like, it's nice that... Yeah, there's books out there that are like, like, oh, my God, I've never... Even... Okay, so I am actually doing a reread of the Addicted Calloway series. Like, a slow reread. But um, one of the characters, Daisy, she um, has fertility issues. She has really bad periods. She suffers from really bad cramps. She has endometriosis and something called, like, like, chocolate ovaries, which is, like... Um, I believe it's caused by the endometriosis. And again, like, I don't suffer from this problem. So, like, I'm not up on all of, like, the terms and, like, causes or whatever. Um, we want to talk about fibroids, DMS. I'm your girl. But, um... Or IVF. We're your girls. <laughs> right. So, Daisy, um, she goes through IVF. She only gets, like, two good eggs out of the whole process. Which is also very common that I've learned. Yeah. Um, I think it's, like, two or three. But anyway, she's able to get pregnant... Like, she kind of, I think, I want to say that she gets pregnant, not through IVF. Like, she has, like, one, they do one transfer and it doesn't work. And they're basically just, like, we're just going to try. And then if it doesn't work, then, like, whatever, then it's fine. And her sister is a surrogate for her second daughter. Um, And, again, like, I felt like that was, like, a very, like, realistic depiction of, like, people who have fertility problems. 
um, or fertility. I hate like saying issues and problems. Like, or I mean, I guess the issue is fertility, but like I hate being like, oh, like it's like the woman's fault or like whatever, because it's not, um, which is like a topic for a different day. But I was happy to see some it's just nice that you can relate right, and there's realistic yeah, stuff in there realistic yeah representation of like what Absolutely. a lot of women go through i hear you girl do you i hear you say Wait. it louder for the girls in the back um i fat i think i, I don't even rem- remember if we talked about this on like the call that like we decided that we weren't gonna post because it sucked uh, with all the cutting <laughs> in and outs but amber kelly she's an author of the poplar falls series it's like 280 pages max ish of just like cutesy romance cowboy books okay cowboy romance books okay obviously i can't speak today um to me they're all like four four and a halfs okay there's not like a lot of descriptive spice but like what you get is enough for what the pages are like you okay I have been, like, really skimming over spice lately. Really skimming over spice, but I also feel like I love it when it... Okay, I think it depends on what you're looking for. If you want erotica, then go for it. Then you jump into that. Like, if, you are, if you're if you in the erotica mood and you pick up the book that I'm talking about, you're not going to like it for the sheer fact that there's maybe a couple of scenes and that's it. But because I'm only looking for, like, a good spicy mm-hmm. book, the 280 pages against, like, the two good descriptive scenes, I think makes sense. Yes. That, okay. You yes. have to, like, know what you're looking for. Like, in terms of spice, I just want the spicy books. I don't want my erotica. I didn't want erotica. Right. Or, if, like, right, if I'm in the or mood for something like that, then, like, then I'll find a book like that. But I am just, like, I guess I'm just, like, over, right now, where I'm at, I'm over romance books that are, like, 400 plus pages and like 200 of those are like spicy like i want like tension and flirting and banter and i don't even care if it's fade to black or if i'm only getting to like or just like two like very hot scenes is fine exactly but i don't really need currently in my reading journey books with spice so it's i think there's five or six books i finished three um, and then I jumped to like 13 candles to give that a try. And I also did, um, the summer girl, the Avalon Bay book, I which love, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I liked that one. The audio is terrific. Teddy, uh, Teddy Hampton. Hampton. <laughs> Say, we say no more. It's, it's a uh, dual narrator. So, um, I, don't I, know, I, I really Yeah, that's it. an L. Kennedy book. It's book three in Avalon. You don't have, they're all interconnected standalones. You don't have, the third one is my favorite so far. You don't have to do the first two to understand, like, to read the you third one. You do not. One. Yeah, definitely But not. I liked the first two enough that I would say, if you're going to read the third one, just do all three. Well, and especially, like, and if you're short. looking for, like, a good beachy read. Yeah. Like, we're in our summer vibes right now. That's the perfect series just to pick up. Yeah. They're really good on audio. They're not too long. Like, it gives you everything that you're looking for. Yeah. Like, those are books that I'm, like, okay, like, I'm okay with there being more spice in them. Because it's, I don't want to read, like, ten pages of spice. No. Like, I want, like, a good spicy scene that's, like, overdone with, like, maybe three pages. Agreed. I'm very much on the same page as you. Um, and I feel like El Kennedy, like, I don't know, like, I just, I like her. I like her writing style. I like her writing style. I think just because it's, like, light and easy. It's light, airy, fun. I, like, it gives me the vibes of, like, a perfect sunny day with the yes. most perfect temperature. Like, it's just good vibes. Like, I love Tate. Tate oh, was Tate, giving me, yeah. I think, like, Dean Garrett vibes. I can pick that up. Like, both of them. Yes. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I liked it. And then I actually, so 
I started The Lucky Heart, which is book three of the Jameson Valley series. And you I'm didn't not, do the first two. I did not do the first two. Um, they are, like, all interconnected. Yeah. I can't report back on too much. I'm not very far into it because what was happening was I was reading it and thinking about the Jassad air. And I needed to just go with what I was thinking of. My first initial thoughts, though, of the Lucky, like, the Lucky Heart, it's rated well on okay. Goodreads. It's rated 4-2. I'm hoping it to gets better in the back end. Like the girl, and it could just be because maybe like PTSD, like the girl was a bully and like is now back in her hometown. Like Ew. her ex-boyfriend passed away from a drug overdose. Um, she's blaming herself though. Cause she really wanted to try. I don't know if it was Molly or cocaine. And she wanted to try something in high school and okay. she would, he wouldn't let her unless like he did it with her. Okay. Or, like, no, he was saying, like, let me try it first, and if it, like, depends on how I react, like, you can try it. Which, like, you're in high school. I, I get the guys just trying to, like, protect her, but, like, everyone reacts, I think, differently. Um, he ends up becoming addicted to it. She blames herself. It sounds like no one knows, the like, the reason why he got into drugs was because of her. So, of course, like, she's harboring that guilt. But apparently she's been, like, like, she started, like, apologizing when she's back in her hometown to other people for how mean she was. Like, I just can't relate to her because I was on the other end of a lot of bullies. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, like, hitting a little different for me, per se. Like, I'm not, like, I don't, it's not that I don't like her, but I'm very, like, whatever. And then the guy, like, she ended up getting together with the her ex-boyfriend's best friend. And I don't know if it was, like, a cheating situation or, if like, they just, like, he got hooked on drugs and, like, then they got together. Which... Okay, like, I don't know. I just, like, I have, I'm very, like, I don't know where I, I'm very neutral right now. I have nothing to, like, give. But, I, again, I stopped at, like, 25%. And I started the Jassad Air. And, again, it's taking me a little bit to get through. It's, like, baby number, like, I just have a baby. And then I can only really read at night. Um, and then I had a wedding and, like, rehearsal dinner and shit just going on this weekend. But, like, the first 20%, it's good. It's not beating fourth wing in my mind right now. Okay. Um, the first one percent, and this is a me issue. I had a really hard time remembering like all the different names. Yeah, I, be, I be, believe it's based on like Egyptian, like like mythology, culture, which is awesome. I love reading about like different things like that, um, and just being exposed to like different cultures and like things like that. Um, as I'm like, saying things like that, anyway. But it's it was just a lot to take in. Like it, that's how like a lot of fantasy books are. Like a lot of like world names built like just character names there's a lot of stuff going on the first 20 percent with like name dropping yeah the, but like she writes well that like i'm like ooh, like ooh, ooh. like i like i want to keep like i needed to keep going i surpassed the 25 percent mark and i'm definitely enjoying it a, a bit more now okay like I, like I need to know what ha like i need to pick it up like i i want to pick it up throughout the day yeah i mean like i feel not that it's the same but i feel like crescent city like the first one the first like 200 pages are like info dump info dump and like so like so many names so many things going on okay so it's actually really funny i'm not part of there's like an sjm like group on facebook i'm not part of it but i always get like targeted okay like posts probably because i'm in like other reader groups probably and somebody posted yesterday or like the other day and i don't know why it popped up on my timeline but Somebody being like, I tried to read Crescent City and I hated it. Like, I love Avatar, I love Thunder Glass, but like, I like hate the main character. She's like, I feel like she's so ditzy and like all she wants to do is like part. And I was like, you just have to get the first like, Yeah. So and people were commenting, you have to know like 
Crescent City's amazing. You have to keep going. And, like, she came back, and she was like, oh, my God, like, I'm obsessed. Yeah. And she's like, and I love Bryce. And it's like, yeah. Like, and I get it because I feel like the first 200 pages, info dump, 100%. Also, you don't really understand where the story is going. Correct. And, like, same. Like, I kind of have, like, an idea. Like, she's going to compete in a competition. Like, but again, I don't know what these other groups... There's a lot that I don't know. So, same thing. Like, I yeah. get the what you're going to be doing, but I don't know what any of these purposes are. I feel like this would be... Again, I'm 35 to 40% and I can't... Like, somewhere around that. I like it. Like, I will be going home tonight and I will be reading it. Like, I'm almost contemplating bringing my Kindle to the gym so I can run on the treadmill and read it. That's... I'm interested. Yeah. But I feel like it'd be a good... Because, like, I loved Crescent City 1, but I was even more obsessed after a reread because then you kind of already know what's happening like who everyone is yes i feel like this is gonna be the same thing like i feel like in time i'm gonna have to either do like a re-listen or a reread but i am enjoying it yeah. just in my mind right now so far it's not beating a fourth way right and we've said this like a million times like sometimes with certain fantasy books like if they're if they're i don't we always say like light fantasy and heavy fantasy if they're a heavier fantasy and your brain is like not like a hundred percent invested. It's hard to find yourself super invested in the story because like your brain capacity just like cannot like keep everything in order. That and like I even think too because like okay like again when you have a you just sometimes life gets in the way. You well, can't sit down yeah. for two hours right. and read. Like I feel like sometimes fantasy books like you can't just dedicate twenty minutes and like be like automatically consumed. Can it happen? Absolutely. But like more times than not, you need like to sit on the couch or sit on your bed and read for a while mm-hmm. before you're like, oh, fuck, I'm, like, in it. Like, I, the wheels are turning, and I'm on, like, a good, steady, like, steamroll. Yeah. Like, if you're only reading in, like, 30-minute increments, sometimes it's hard to get that flow. But I still like it, and I'm not in that flow. Yeah. Which I think says something. I'm also, like, because it's a competition, I just don't like comparing books. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I hate being, like, I hate... Being like when people are like, oh, this is like the next Akatar, this is like the next that, because but like I understand like the I understand. Yes. And, I've, and I have also said those things. So like I'm not 100%. like Same. judging because I've been like, oh my god, like this is giving Akatar vibes, and I'm like, but I I know what you're saying. I yeah, sorry, I like just interrupted. No, 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 no. But like you have a point. Like I I we all do it. We all compare. And I think because there's a competition component, again, I can't speak to the full extent because I have not finished the book, but, like, we all are the guilty of saying, like, the next actor, the next Crescent City, whatever the case might be. Um, and we all, like, I am what I will raise my hand the highest. I'm the first, like, I need a book that gives me the vibes of, like, X, Y, and yes. Z. So, like, this is the, I guess this is a book that gives off, like, maybe fourth wing vibes, and I'm assuming it's going to be because of there's a competition. Okay. But that also just gives me vibes of, like, of class. Well, okay, well, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, if it actually is, like, similar in a way, I'm okay with being, like, oh, it's giving me fourth wing. If there was, like, yes. dragons and stuff like that. But when people are, like, oh, it's the next fourth wing, but they're completely different, it's, like, okay, like, it may be, like, it's just your next favorite fantasy obsession, but it has Correct. not. But the vibes are completely different. By the time we do another Spilling the Tea, I will definitely have this book finished, and I can give you a better breakout of everything but that like i'm curious as to why people say it's the next fourth thing the only thing i'm picking up on is just like she's gonna be in a competition right but then that could also be like stripping in the wings of night or like throwing glass also competition like 
a lot of that's like a lot of fantasy books. Same thing with romance books. There's a lot of the same components in every in each story. Hence why it's a, you know in a certain genre. Exactly. But just because like two books have like competitions doesn't mean that they're anything similar. Because they about like every single romance book out there. Right. It is what it is. Right. There's like a formula. They're very formulaic. Doesn't mean that they're similar. Actually, so I saw a video. I think Tara DeWitt reposted it, and it was like, oh, if like you like liked, um, the True Love Experiment, you would like Funny Feelings. Like the characters give off a lot of the same vibes, and I was like, oh my god, like I never put it together. Yeah. But like literally, Funny Feelings, my favorite romance of last year, and I've been saying that the True Love Experiment has been my favorite romance so far this year. But you're right. And like they're so like fizzy and um. Farley. Yeah. Like, I know there's two apps. No, I, like, I know. So it was really thorough. Busy and Farley are so similar in, like, in so many ways. And, like, Meyer and Connor also. And, like, they're both yeah. single dads. So fucking true. So if you like your little experiment. Sorry about that, Katie. You had to take a phone call and then we took a little snack break. We needed chips. Honestly, I had a full, like, laying here, I had a full-blown hot flash like i am drenched in sweat and then i got so dizzy um see this is the this is what happens when you have no appetite but your body's still trying to function like a normal person um what were we talking about um comparing books to like other books oh yeah we can we don't we need to hop right no 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 i know but i do i literally do it all the time so like when i'm like oh i hate when people do it i hate myself okay i'm not judging anybody else i also hate myself um I don't, I think that I maybe did bring it up last time. I'm not sure. Um, but in case I didn't, because again, I don't remember anything ever. I read the, um, the Devils series by Elizabeth O'Rourke. Um, so the first book, A Deal with the Devil, then The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea, The Devil You Know, and The Devil Gets His Due. Um, there are four interconnected standalones. I think that they all are like 300 page, 300 pages or less. And I read all four books in three days. I know they're on my they're on my list. Um, I think again. Oh yeah, it was after I took the day off. It was after um, my egg retrieval, and I read two books in one day. That's right. Like, yeah, very easy to get through. Like if you're looking for just like light, mindless but good, like great banter, funny, um, tension kind of stories. Like or like romances, like the I I couldn't recommend them more, um, and they are spicy, but like the spice again, it's like what we were saying before, it's not like over, it doesn't overpower the plot, it's like you get like a few spicy scenes, like kind of like more towards I would say some of them it's like starts a little bit earlier, but like there's a lot of like build up and tension and banter. Okay. And they're not super detailed, and they're not, like, long, long, long spicy scenes. Like, I, they're basically, like, in my opinion, like, these are, like, the perfect books for what I was looking for at the time. Like, they all range from, like, four to four and a half stars. That's lovely. Yeah. I love shit like that. And then I just read Megan Quinn's newest book, The Way I Hate Him, um, which I actually was really pleasantly surprised with. So we've said this before, and, like, I really like a lot of what I read from her, but sometimes it is hit or miss depending on if I, like, can connect with the main characters. Um, Because she, like, it, I get, like, Tessa Bailey vibes from her where they write, like, 
like they write like very quintessential like romantic comedy yes. books. And sometimes I'm in that kind of mood where I love it, and then sometimes I'm in that kind of mood where I'm like, I cannot handle like these kind of characters right now. Agreed. Um, like though I forget the I forget the name of the book, but the one time like it, um, it's like a second chance romance, which is normally my fucking jam, and I just hated the female main character so much. Like she was just too much for me. Um, but no, I really like this one so. It was a little like heavier, I feel like. It still had the rom-com vibes that you get from a Megan Quinn book, but it centers around um, the female main character and she's just moving back to town. Um, her sister, who basically like raised her, passes away from breast cancer and she fails um, all of her midterms. She's in like her last semester of grad school and she fails all of her midterms, so she like comes home um, her professors are like, you need to, like, go, like, mourn and, like, figure your shit out and then, like, come back next year. Um, and she has to deal with, like, her other two siblings and kind of, like, the fallout from, like, her sister um, passing. And she has, like, a young niece and she doesn't have a job. She doesn't want to tell her brother and her sister that she failed. So she kind of is like, oh, I just came back, like, for an internship. But she ends up working for this, like, rock star guy. Um, who's from the town, who was her brother's best friend and is now her brother's, like, biggest enemy. Amazing. I love that. Uh-huh. So it's kind of, like, forbidden, but, like, forced proximity. Um, and the spice is really good. It's a slow burn. It has, like, the funny good banter that, like, Megan's really good at. I don't know. I really, really, I really liked it. I think um, they give it a go on audio. Yeah, I think that I think it's a duet narration, with all, which a lot of Megan's are, which I appreciate because I love a duet. Yeah, seriously. A, a Thank du- you. Can I speak a duet? Oh, I was like, I didn't even like catch that. I <laughs> a duet, I think. I was trying to say duet narration. I was like, oh, a duet. A duet. A duet's my favorite. The duets. Um, I had a thought. And I completely fucking lost it. No, I'm gonna do that on audio after I finish. Um, I'm read. I'm listening to Red White, White and Royal Blue, and I'm almost done. I just finished my reread. Um, I just like love their love story so much. We're gonna get into heavy details because we are having a premiere party at my house with Mary from Roses of Red and then we are going to discuss um, the movie and the book. But I just wanna know if you're enjoying it or not. I am. Okay. I like it. I really, really appreciate the arguments between what Star Wars movie is the best rereading of Harry Potter books what houses we are like I like the banter that they have between the two of them yeah they're really funny it's cute I loved it um I read it for the first time last year last June and I just did the reread this week and I went like annotation happy in it like there's so many tabs and like underlines and like little like notes and now it's signed um which I'll never be able to sell it now because I've marked it yeah, but, like, sometimes it's fun doing that, like, really marking up a book. I, like, feel like it's more special now because, like, I really marked it up. It's the special it's edition signed. one, so it's, like, yeah. the nicer copy, and now it's signed. And, like, this is, like, a book that, like, you can't You never hear it of. Like, it's yeah. a cool little treasure. And I don't ever see a time in my life where I'm going to be like, oh, I really want to sell my red, white, and royal blue copy. Yeah. Like, the only reason, like, I was obsessed with Caramel, especially, like, the first book. But, like, I sold that because I really wanted... I can't fucking find the finale book for, like, the special edition, the fifth anniversary one. The UK version. The UK version. Like, I'm very confused. I might just, like, honestly buy just the newest version because they're pretty. 
But I'm like, I don't understand. Like, did, maybe it didn't come out yet? But like, maybe. why wouldn't it have come out yet? Like, I'm just very confused. And I can't find the answer. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know I either. did have this conversation about that series that we're talking about it with Rachel. Because um, she, I don't know why it came up, but like, Once Upon a Broken Heart came up. And she was like, I heard I have to read the Carol series first. And I was like, tech, I was like, so I randomly picked up Once Upon a Broken Heart knowing nothing about it. Um, I feel like I've told this story before. My dad was like, end of life hospice care and I was down saying my brother and I were like moved into my mom's house like whatever and I had no books with me and I was like what am I going to do for the next like 10 days you know so I went to Barnes Noble I'm like it was just like a Tuesday morning and you know Tuesday's book release day and they had this whole display of Once Upon a Broken Heart and I had no idea what it was I'd never read Caraval and whatever I was like, who the fuck's Stephanie Garber? I just thought that it was like it was signed, and I thought that the book was pretty, so I just like picked it up. I picked and like two other books, whatever. So like I kind of picked it up like on a whim. Yeah. Knowing nothing about it, and I read it, and I was like obsessed. Like this is good. Yeah, and then that's when I went back and read Caraval, but like I didn't not appreciate. I think I appreciated Caraval more after reading Once Upon a Broken Heart because I knew. Jacks better, whereas like you you kind of only get him in like a more of a villain light yes. and ver- in small doses in Caraval and like so the Caraval series the first book is both of our favorites I oh hands down that was loved, my absolute favorite I love Scarlet and Julian mm-hmm. I felt less of a connection to Donatella like and Legend yes so like. I don't, like, in my head, I was like, I don't feel like you need to, I mean, I would read the Caraval series. I really did like it. But I don't think you need to read it first. I at agree. All. And I did read it first, and I felt this, like, I didn't feel that. Yeah. And you did it in opposite, so I feel like that just speaks more volumes. Right. I agree. It only gives you, like, a little bit of background information on, like, Jax. But, like, not, I don't think it's, like, enough that you need to read the whole no. sh- series. Like, he was pursuing Donatella. That's all you needed to know. Yeah. Because his kiss is poison, and she's able to kiss him and not die, so he thinks that she's his one true love. Correct. And that's all you literally But also, okay, like, I also something that I want to say about this series is, because I did love it, so Legend is, like, an immortal. I think I Are you going to talk this. about what I think you're going to talk about? He's immortal. He's been alive for, like... Forever. A hundred, yeah, like, hundreds of years. I don't... Maybe, okay, say maybe 100 years, because he had, like, a fling with, like, their grandma. That's what, yeah. Okay. But Donatello's only 16 in the books. Yes. So, like, I don't care if he stopped aging at 18. You're 100 years old. Like, this isn't, like, a you're 500 and she's 19. Like, she's 16. 16. 16. I think, was it 15 when they first met? I think so. So, like, come on. So, like, that, and, like... Are you even pretty? Actually, 15-year-olds are fucking gorgeous. I was fucking hideous. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, yeah, not my 15, but, like, 15-year-old the, gener- the generation right now, yes. Um, but, yeah, like, he was with the grandma. Yeah. And then he ends up dating her, like, 16-year-old granddaughter. It's I don't strange. Know. It was strange. I think that's why I like Scarlett and Julian, because they were, like... I also just found Scarlett to be a little bit more level... I don't want to say level-headed, but she was a bit more level-headed. I found that their, their, like, their book was more, like mysterious, spooky, kind of creepy, gave you, like, a little bit of a chill vibe of, yeah. like, 
like chills on your arm type of vibe like what's gonna happen like what's going on whereas like donatella just like kind of annoyed me yeah she was your annoying 16 year old sister yes and i wish that we got like i mean i know that scarlet and julian like are in the other two books but i feel like their story ends in caraval and then you get like two books of like donatella and i didn't want two books of i want yeah no same it's still like i finished caraval in one day because i was like this is fucking good yeah um but yeah i'm with you Speaking of spooky, I'm going to start doing my um, spooky reads, gothic fantasies, looking for witchy books. Yep. It's coming. It's coming, guys. It's August, which means it's fall. <laughs> I mean, it's basically almost halfway through August, so basically it's September. Basically fall, basically, basically almost fall. Halloween. I'm in my glory. I mean, I'm really upset that, like, summer's over. You know what? I love, I like the idea of summer. Like, beaches, beach house, like... That was, like, my best summers where, like, we were at the beach for, like, a week or two. Like, that type of stuff. Like, now as, like, an adult, like, we live further. Like, we, we're both in the same area. We're two minutes away from each other. Like, we're not near the beach. No. You have to drive. And if you want to go to the beach in the summer in the same New Jersey, you have to get up the ass crack of fucking dawn because everyone and their fucking mother from North Jersey and New York are coming down to your beaches. So you have to, like, literally get up at 7 or 8, leave the house really quickly, which, like, isn't a big deal, but, like kind of just annoying it's gonna get packed and fucking crowded yep. you're there's no parking nope have fun finding places for lunch because everything's gonna be filled then you have to go home and sit in traffic so it's like that's why if you don't live within like 20 minutes of the shore you need a pool which yes. is why our next house will have one good for you but then but that's not like these pools are fun but that's like not a summer vibe to me because it's also fucking humid as fuck here so yeah, but I would like. I mean, I, I would literally pool, float, and here. I would just float in it all day. Like Saturday mornings, I wake up and I have breakfast. Like ten a.m., I'd be outside, like by the deck, until like seven p.m. I'm with you. And then if you need to take like a little break. Like you can just come inside for an hour and then go back out. Yeah. Think of all the books that you could read. Oh my god! I oh. rest in peace, me. Rest in peace, me. No, but really. Um. But yeah. So like we said. Um, next week we will be reviewing book and movie um, Red, White, and Royal Blue I think that we're, we're going to do when Mary gets here so we, we're going to have some cake we're going to have some you know themed um, red, like Red, White, and Blue like themed things to eat I want to make a cocktail I think we're going to do like a little like tipsy version of a podcast. I feel like we should just do it right after the movie. Oh, for sure. So we remember it freshly. And, like, I'll probably have, like, two drinks and be drunk. That's, like, kind of, like, where I where oh, my lately. Same. <laughs> um, so definitely stay tuned next week for that. Um, then we have another Spilling the Tea. And then Unravel Me. Yes. I was going to yep. say, what was next? Um, so we're doing three book club picks this month because we have five, five Wednesdays. And then September, I don't think we've decided yet. It's too early in, in August for us to decide September, so don't make us. Please don't make us. No, no. No, no. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for you today. Um, yeah. Anything else, Katie G? That is, that is all I have, Teresa Marie. All right, well, on that note, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, 
please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.